You are listening to the Madly in Love with Your Life podcast. I am your host, Véronique Carignan, or you can call me Veronica if it's easier. So happy to be with you. Using my background as a psychotherapist and online strategist, I use my skills and experience to help you build an exciting, fulfilling life, business, so that you can be free and spend your time doing what you were actually born to do. How can we be more aligned with our soul purpose? How can we do more inner work to get that self-awareness that makes us stay connected with our essence? How can we give space for the intuition flow and still take massive inspired actions to reach our dream life? How can we balance family, business? These are all subjects that I'm so thrilled to explore with you in this podcast. Hi, so happy to have you with me in this Madly in Love with Your Life podcast episode. So today I am talking about how we can improve our self-confidence. I give you three tips. And if it's a subject you want to go deeper, please don't hesitate to write me. Uh, you can DM me on Instagram. It would be a pleasure to help you in this journey. So here it is right after this. Oh, we have something amazing coming up. It's going to start uh, February 1st. It's a mastermind for unleashed artists and creative souls. Um, you know, it's really to help you to gain clarity and confidence so that you can be unapologetically you in your art, in your personal life, in your business, in any space. And the mastermind is really like a safe space where you can take a step back from your art and your life and change your perspective. You will connect with similar-minded people that all share like spiritual and self-growth development values. You will get new creative ideas around your art, your business. Learn how to listen more to your intuition, how to take inspired actions, how to uncover and really feel your real emotions so you can feel like lighter and move on. Um, work on your mindset, limiting beliefs, like really, this is for you if you are a painter, writer, designer, photographer, dancer, a maker, or anything else, if you feel it's a fit for you. So if you want more info, you can DM me um, on Instagram, and we have that early bird price, really, really affordable, um, until December 31st, and then the price will increase, and it will increase a second time, in mid-January. So I'm so, so looking forward to do that. It's going to be only with eight people. It's a really high-level service. Um, we're going to be really, really in touch for three months, talking each week, um, giving you support also between the uh, live calls. Everything is in live, of course. So I'm so excited about this. I cannot wait. All right, so today's episode, we're talking about how we can improve our self-confidence. Um, these advices can be applied to anyone, really. But 
to be honest, I was more thinking about anyone who is like creative, artist. Uh, we tend sometimes to really, really doubt a lot about ourselves. So um, I have divided this podcast like in three main points that I really think are going to help you. So regarding improving our self-confidence, the first thing I want to address is what to do when we feel stuck, when we feel overwhelmed, when we like get in that spiral of self-doubt, of feeling like shit. That's <laughs> That would be the truth. <laughs> I'm sure it all happened to, to all of us. It does happen to me also. And it's totally normal. So like, let's not create a story around that. It's already like some hard emotions to feel. So if we add up even more emotions to that, like by creating a story and like start to feel guilty or shame because we feel bad of having doubt about ourselves, that's like creating a story around a story. So like, let's not do that when we feel stuck. And let's take a step back. Um, because when we have those moments, if we like try to avoid them by not seeing them and by not addressing them and making like, okay, I feel you, but you're not there. And <laughs> we are like in the deny mode. It's worse because it's going to last longer. So we really need to address it by taking a step back. And during that step back, you can do a lot of different things. Like I'll share what's working for me, but you do you and you do what is good for you. But for me, journaling has always, always been like my go-to method um, to unblock myself and to change my energy to switch like a radio station like I don't want to be on that negative station anymore so I am moving to another channel and to change that uh, station like it's really to uh, go in myself and see what's happening and journaling for me is really a efficient way to do that it doesn't take me a long time I can sit down just like I don't know 10-15 minutes and talk to myself okay here what's going on how do you feel why <laughs> all right and what can we do about it now that we know it's there um and the expectation is not necessarily like okay now i'm having doubts and i am expecting myself to be in the next 15 minutes feeling like wonder woman and feeling that i can do anything no, it's just like to change the mood and to go back to a productive and more uh, realistic and positive energy. So it can be with journaling, it can be with meditation. I love to do meditation and that's quite new for me to love it. Before I really didn't like it, I thought it was hard for me to um, create that stillness, that space. Um, and now I found my way of doing it. Um, I tend to do it more when I walk. 
So I have those walking meditation. I love, I have that application. It's called Superhuman and I really, really love it because they, are, they have like so many different types of meditation. You can have the sitting one. Um, you can have just music without lyrics. You can have um, also walking meditations, legs up meditation. So it's really and really short one and really longer one. And so it's perfect for me. It really fits my lifestyle. So I love to do them. And I, I started with, with just walking meditation. And now I like it so much that I have started to do also sitting meditation. And that's something I could not do before. But now by being able to do it while walking and moving my body, um, I have like now access to being able to get to that state of mind and to that like flow just by being also sitting. So, um, okay. And like it can also be just to do something else you know when you feel stuck when you feel like in your mind it's just like being that lack of self-confidence just if you don't feel like doing journaling or meditation or like just change the mood by doing something else you can just leave your computer let's say you're working on i don't know you want to write a book and you're like having that white page syndrome you can just leave your computer do something else you do some cleaning cleaning is always like a nice things to, nice thing to do to clear your mind just do something else that makes you feel good that will let yeah like your mind wander around and then come back to what you were trying to do and you will notify like that switch of energy and you can also work on your inner talk you know you can say like no okay i'm not allowing myself to have all these negative thoughts right now and those like bad inner critics and so i am stopping this right now and i am back on the track to do what i know i want to do i know what my soul wants and i'll just see what happens one step at a time so it's all like that step back is all about moving the energy around and just by doing that step back you will definitely improve your self-confidence because you have put a stop to that low self-confidence so that was like my uh, first advice the second one is that you know self-confidence to improve it it needs action you cannot just wait that it falls on you from the sky. I would love to tell you that this is how it happens, but it definitely is not. <laughs> so to have more self-confidence, and, and that's the trap where sometimes we get stuck, it's because we believe that to gain more self-confidence, we need to do the action that pays immediately, that you get a reward immediately and really big outcome, like for example, um, I don't know, like talking about your art, your paintings on your social media and then expect a sale from that, like right now. And if this is what you expect, and probably this is not what's going to happen because, you know, selling is just, there's like the 1% law, you know, I, when you do a launch, you normally you convert with 1% and it's just a fact you know so 
of course, if you talk about it one time and 10 people sees it, and maybe it's just a matter of numbers and of who sees what you do. It's not, it has nothing to do with like the fact that you didn't took the good action. So, but if you were having those high expectations, of course, then you're going to keep having that lower self-confidence. So you need to, to move into actions and those actions, they have to be inspired actions for you. Um, it should not be like only, okay, this person says to do step one, step two, step three. So I will follow this even if it's so not aligned with me. And then I will wait to see what happens. Like you have to really rely on what, how do I feel with that strategy? How do I feel with doing that inspire action right now? Do I feel enthusiastic? Do I feel like excited about it? Yes. Okay. So let's do this with a detachment regarding the outcome. So then the improving self-confidence will appear and will feel in your body, in your mind, just by doing that action. And the more and more you take those actions, the more and more your self-confidence will improve and the more and more you will do more actions that are inspired and the more and more you will have more confidence and then the higher the chances are that you really get to that desired outcomes. So just by going out of your comfort zone, by taking that action, this is like a proof that you give to yourself that you are able to do it. And just by doing this, it's enough to already have more confidence in yourself. So you have to challenge yourself. You have to go into that resistance, into that contraction when you think about like, oh, okay, I know I, I would need to talk about that offer right now, or I would need to talk about um, this book that I just wrote or about this jewel that I just created. And you will feel bad in your body at, at the certain level you know some for some people the level is really really high for others it's like small discomfort but you will feel it and it's okay it's just about like okay i hear you i see you i know you are there the fear it's just you know fear of being judged fear, fear of failure i know you're there and i'm still gonna do it and just by challenging yourself to do that and to take that inspired action you will be proud of yourself and you will improve your self-confidence because let's say you do it and it brings you like a nice conversation with someone, even if it's not selling to that person, but you have met someone new with who it's nice to chat. And maybe that person knows someone else that would be interested in what you offer. So just that um, small effect that brings another effect that brings another effect. This is really good also for your business, your whatever you're trying to uh, reach, and it's going to be good for your self-confidence. So if you're listening to this and you know that right now you should send that portfolio or you should send, um, do that marketing thing and that you were like, oh no, I don't feel like it. Please do it. Just do it. And that brings me actually to my third point. So the first one was like to take a step back when you're stuck, um, to take some inspired actions. That's going to really help to improve your self-confidence. 
And the third thing I wanted to address is uh, focus on the process. It's process and progress over outcomes. This is so important. So, so, so important. No matter what you're trying to do in your life, even if it's art, creative, or no matter what, it's so important that you revisit your own definition of success. You know, in society, we tend to have some criterias of success, but they don't necessarily fit what you see as a success. And it, it's making you feel like a failure. But it's not necessarily that. It's just that for you, you don't really want to succeed in that way. You want to do it your own way. So you have to stop and think about this. Like, okay, but right now I feel like I'm not um, super confident and I'm not like having success, but maybe you do have a lot of time to invest in you doing your art or invest in your self-development. Whoa, that's a success, you know? If you take that time and you work on that, this is something really aligned with you, then it is a success, even if it's not like the, defi the definition, the criteria of success, maybe in the society or in your surrounding, your family, your workplace, you know, whatever. So like, we need to redefine success and we need to redefine failures also. You know, there's no, no such things as failures, honestly. It's just like a milestone in, on your path to whatever you want to go. Is, and it's easy, it's much easier to say when we have a look back at things that happen in our lives. Sometimes we look back at that thing and like, oh my God, now I feel like so happy that th that thing didn't work out <laughs> or that I didn't um, manage to sell this kind of program because now I'm like, oh, I actually didn't want to do this. <laughs> so... But when we are in that time of feeling like a failure or feeling like everything we're doing is not working, it's hard to not see this as a failure. But you have to take that step back again and really see what do you want and how do you want things to get done? And okay, let's say you tried something and it didn't work out like you were expecting it to. Okay, so first let's not be hard on yourself and by beating yourself up, let's not add a story around that feeling. Let's not add another layer of negative emotion around that. It's just a moment in your, in your journey right now. And it's not happening like the way you want. Perfect. So let's address that. What can you learn from it? How can you grow from this experience? How can you adjust and re- align yourself to take that next inspired action and keep an eye on the bigger context one time failure or one time like something that didn't work like you wanted is just a one time it's just one page in your book <laughs> it's it's just one it's not even a chapter in your life it's really literally just one page in that chapter of your life so let's not over analyze this let's not 
um, over-criticize yourself about this and let's learn from it, let's grow from it. Simple as that. And being able to be open to that kind of um, mindset where we really focus on the process and progress over um, focusing on like achieving precise results or outcomes, this helps so much in improving your self-confidence. And again, it's a matter of taking all those tips and bringing them in your daily life and giving space for that kind of reflections. Like if you're here right now listening to this podcast, you are already doing it. And I'm really proud of you. I'm really, really proud of you. And I hope that at the end of this 20 minutes podcast, you will shut down your application where you listen to me right now and you will think, okay, what inspired action can I do now that feels challenging, but that I'm ready to focus on the process and I'm ready to do it now just because I want to challenge myself and I want to grow and I want to evolve. Such a simple question and task to ask yourself. And when you feel it's overwhelming, come back to the context. Because when we focus too much on a narrow, like without, I, I'm sorry, I don't know how to say that in French, in English. When we focus too much on, with small perspective, a narrow perspective, this is when things get so overwhelming. If you take a step back and you focus on your big context, your large context, my large context, for example, could be like, okay, I want to help people feel good about themselves, about their art, and be totally authorized to do um, the things they want to do in the way they want to do and thrive. All right, so this, my, this is my big context. So if I focus on one lunch that I did not reach the total number of people I wanted, and now I start questioning all my strategy and all my everything I do and like I create a story around that and now I feel like a failure and then my self-confidence is low and then I'm like you know I need to take a step back and come back to my context all right so my context is this I'm going to do this for years I'm I'm going to spend my life doing this and helping people achieve that permission authorization status you know so is one lunch, one month, one year going to define how I'm going to do this for the rest of my life and the whole context? No, not at all. Okay, so I will learn from that experience what there's to learn. How can I maybe change a little things to make sure that next time I do it with a more aligned way with myself, with my potential clients? Simple as that. And then I get, I'm gaining back more self-confidence and then I am taking those inspired actions and then maybe next lunch will be just another success or uh, another milestone in the big context of the success and how we want to do things. 
It was a pleasure to be with you. Let's talk in another podcast episode. Bye for now.